Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the 13th episode of Going Places Now, the podcast. Today, me, Matney, and Kylie are here talking about what's going on in our lives, where we've been, and kind of what we've been up to. Everybody has been a little bit in a slump, so we're going to talk about how we're getting through and what we focus on to get out of these the peaks and the valleys. We're getting out of, of valleys. So let's start off with a recap. What have you been up to, Kai? So recently, I have definitely been working a lot um, with Black Friday and Thanksgiving coming up. We're definitely preparing a lot for the holidays at work. So working some crazy hours right now, but it will be worth it when the quarter four is over for sure. Other than that, Went to the escape room the other night, which was really interesting, actually. I've never been to an escape room. So basically, our escape room was, it was called the hijacker room, I believe. But basically, like, the situation was somebody hijacked um, our plane and we had to escape the plane. So it was really cool. We walked in and they handcuffed us to a bench. So (laughs) definitely interesting. (laughs) But had a lot of fun, so that was something new and interesting. But I've been doing good. How about you, Matt Dog? Um, I've been good. I've been working a ton as well. The holidays are approaching, so everyone's wanting to consign, which is great. Um, also, I got to go back to Ohio last week um, just to see my boyfriend, kind of just have a little refresher. Um, I saw my mom too, but it was really just chill and refreshing and recharging, which was 100% what I needed. Um, and then this past weekend that just happened, mm-hmm. um, we had a little wig brunch, which was so fun. Um, we all put on these like different color wigs. My friend Morgan was like, no, we have to do this. Like it's has to happen so we ordered wigs off of amazon um and then we all had a different color um and it was fun it was a good time everyone was getting in the mood around us like the people who had walked by they'd like comment on it so that was super fun um and then yeah it's getting cold here so i got a new jacket and i'm absolutely loving that um when i saw my mom she brought my winter jacket for me that i wear in ohio and wore through college and i was like i don't need it yet it's not that cold and then I'm like no it's like freezing so I got a like trench coat but it's not really a trench coat it's like a longer brown wool coat so I've been loving wearing that but yeah Anna what have you been up to well this past weekend I got to go to the University of Cincinnati to see my brother he's a junior that oh my god I can't talk he's a junior there And we met up with my grandparents for the football game, and it was actually college game day there, so they had the ESPN show that they do in the mornings from like 9 to 12. So we showed up to college game day at 7.30 a.m., bright and early. It was freezing cold outside, but the atmosphere was crazy, and the announcer said it was one of the biggest crowds of students they'd ever seen, which is cool because they had never done college game day at Cincinnati. So that's been really great. Um, I've been out of my parents a bunch because they got a new puppy, which I have talked about a couple times. So was so happy to be able to be with them. And then 
I don't know. There's been some family stuff going on, so it's also been really nice that I'm here in Ohio and close to everybody, easy access to go back home when I need to, and I've just been really thankful lately for family and closeness. So that's where we're at. But curious on what your guys' biggest challenge is going on in your life right now. So like I said a few weeks ago, I'm finally officially here in New York and settled. And I think with that comes a lot more unknown and uncertainty because like this is my life now. And so with that, the relationships that I knew I would be coming back to in four months or like when I was in Ohio going to college, like could drive home to be with people and see people whenever I wanted. Um, I think that realization, especially when there's big events happening, for example, one of my best friends is getting married. I'm going to be in her wedding. And for example, this past weekend, they went wedding dress shopping and like I was able to FaceTime in, but like the fact like missing out on that, that's kind of hard. And then also being in a long distance relationship and not being adjusted to it yet, it's not easy. Like I thought at first it was going to be fine. Um, and it is fine. We're like going to get through it, but it's just not easy. It's not easy not being able to see that person. Cause I would honestly say that my love language is probably like physical touch. Like, I don't like just like hugging. Like, I don't know. I show my affection. Um, and the fact that like, you can't do that, like kind of sucks. Um, so yeah, those, that's been rough. And then also just getting adjusted to my job. Like my job is completely like ramped now. Um, so yeah, it's just getting used to that workload. Um, but we're getting through it. (laughs) Well, I definitely give you a lot of credit because long distance is super hard, but the fact that you guys are killing it says a lot. So Not easy. Not easy at all. We're trying. (laughs) A lot of FaceTime dates. (laughs) What do you think is the best thing that's helped you through the long distance? Um, You have to communicate. If you don't communicate, it's not going to work. If something's bothering you, you have to talk about it. Um, If you don't, someone's going to be unhappy. So that's part of the reason going back and like being able to see him was so helpful because knowing that it's going to be okay and knowing that once you're there and with the person, everything is what it was before. Um, So visits, yeah, they're nice. That really helps. But also you just have to communicate really when you're in a distance relationship. I feel like the trust in your guys' relationship too is definitely key to making it work so well. I'm actually really glad you brought that up, Kai, because I think trust is another thing. Like we we don't have a jealous relationship. So that does make it a lot easier, I'd say, than a normal distance relationship. Like we've always just been so trustful of each other. Um, So yeah, if you are in a distance relationship and want a little bit of advice and you're not trusting the other person, like if you don't, then there might be a problem. (laughs) But if you do, it's going to help so much more, um, especially when you're in those rough patches. Mm. Yeah. Those are just some things that I realized when I was in a long distance relationship too. If there's any kind of jealousy whatsoever, I feel like it's definitely Mm -hmm. not going to be great. But 
Like you said, you and Noah, I feel like you can go out and do your own thing and he can go out and do his own own thing and you guys know that you're not going to do anything. So. Yep. Definitely. I think there's also an aspect of like, you guys can't be overbearing either. For me, Mm -hmm. when I was in long distance, there was a fine line between trust and then being overbearing with, Mm -hmm. with the rules and freedom. I think there's a line of, okay, I can be free and still be trusted that can be crossed if you start putting too many rules and too many, Mm -hmm. well, you can't do this or else I won't trust you. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Just there, there, you have to have your own life a little bit, but, and Mm -hmm. still maintain the trust. No. And that's like the thing about me and Noah is I didn't even like think about that aspect because I just, like, we just trust each other so much. It's never even been anything we had to talk about. And I'm so blessed for that um, and thankful for that. But just the idea of being apart is just not ideal. Um, I think another thing is, is we probably like FaceTime and have a little date night, like probably twice to three times a week and nothing more. And though this is like so sad to say, I think it helps because I think if we were talking like 24-7, like FaceTime me every free second you get, I think it would make it so much harder. Um, yeah, Kai, what have you been struggling with, girly? I feel like it's been a mix between just my love life and (laughs) figuring out like my work-life balance, which I've talked about before. But especially with it being the holidays, I'm working 11-hour days sometimes. I just don't have any kind of free time nowadays. When I am done with work, I want to go home and sit in my bed and relax and read a book. I love hanging out with my friends, but I just don't really have the energy to do it anymore. So I feel almost guilty saying no, but I know I need the time for myself also. I feel you. I think that's definitely a thing that we aren't used to because I think the college workload is so much different than the actual like nine to five or like whatever the boundaries of your job are Um, because I feel the same way, Kai. It's hard. In the evenings, I prefer to just come home and go to sleep and like do my thing. And that Uh was never me in the past. I'm like, what activity do we have tonight? (laughs) That used to be (laughs) Yeah, no, I was the same way. And I think because like I have such a social job where I'm talking to people Mm -hmm. literally 24-7 for my whole entire day, it's almost kind of nice to have a breather and just relax for myself because I don't have that a lot throughout the day. So it's not that I don't love hanging out with my friends, but it just it gets hard Mm -hmm. to want to go. I feel like I don't have the energy that I used to um, Mm -hmm. to hang out with them and be fully myself and just in regards to like love life I feel like it's just been challenging too just trying to figure out what I want in life and trying to figure out what's not right for me anymore so definitely some hardships with that as well it's hard also when you're kind of like emotionally upset to like fully be 100% at work in your professional life too if that makes sense Mm -hmm. absolutely It can definitely seep in. It is distracting. I will say sometimes, though, like when I'm working because it gets my mind off of it. I'm one of those people that like going to work helps me to get my mind off of it. I know that's not always the case for other people, but I will say that does help me get my mind off of it a little bit. But that has been my challenge lately. For me, the biggest challenges I've been having, and I didn't really realize 
until this morning. I had a really good conversation with a friend. I think I'm struggling with purpose, purpose in both my work life and outside of work. And I'm kind of in a place where I'm really assessing my values and the purpose that I get while I'm at work because it does take so much time on my life. I'm becoming very aware of how much time I spend there and if it's matching up and aligning with my values and what I deem important in my life and also being aware that you know work takes up so much time Am I being purposeful outside of work? And I think for me, what I'm missing right now is dedicating enough time to things outside of my life that I find valuable. And up until this morning, I didn't even realize that. And I think it's been this this feeling that I'm missing something and I couldn't put a name to it. And it's just I I want to be I want to be giving more time to things that I value outside of work if that makes sense. But so that's been a challenge for me right now. And I don't know what that looks like yet. I don't know what it is exactly that I want to be dedicating my time to, but it's something that I'm aware of as of this morning. So I'll be thinking through that. (laughs) And then a couple other things we've talked about this on the side, (laughs) love life stuff. Um, But it's looking up now. So, you know, (laughs) we're on the climb upwards it takes a solid week sometimes to just reassess and reevaluate everything and get your positive vibes back up but I totally agree with you though too back to your other point with finding a job that has your values I think that is one of the most powerful statements honestly because if your values don't align with the company you're with then it's hard to go to work every day Mm-hmm. You have to feel fulfilled at the job that you have. I, it, For me, anyways, this isn't for everybody, but for me, the way that I, I function, I know, is in value and purpose, and I'm just kind of taking a look and just making sure that everything is still in alignment. So that's been one thing. Um, the other thing I mentioned, just family stuff. I mean, we all go through, you know, stuff. And I had somebody pass last week, and it's just a good reminder of keeping in touch with the ones you love, you know? What have you guys found helpful in overcoming these challenges? I can kick it off if you want, but I saw something really powerful on TikTok, and someone basically said you should treat your mental health like you would a physical sickness. So take that day for your mental health, relax, do everything that you love to make yourself feel better. And I feel like people don't do that enough because people just, you know, shy away from mental health and don't realize the severity of it. But I think it's really important to take that time for yourself and realize when you need some extra time for yourself. I love that. It's so important. and so easy to push off to the side and say, no, I don't need that. But putting time to it and putting importance to it is really, really valuable. It's important to feel your feelings and not just brush them off all the time. So I feel like a Mm -hmm. lot of people do that as well. I do it when I'm at work, but you need to feel everything you're feeling, process everything. Don't just let it go over your head. 
taking what you need is something that I think is huge. So I was struggling and I wanted to go home and I felt very guilty at first about going home last weekend, um, even though that's what I needed because it was Halloween weekend. I was like, I'm going to be missing out, like doing all of these like fun things with friends. Um, but I wouldn't have had fun doing those things because that's not what I needed at the time. So I think like realizing it and doing that um, will be helpful to you, especially when you are struggling. And for example, if you've had a really long day at work, so I very much so have a job that doesn't turn off. Like my schedule is never set in stone. For example, today's a Sunday and I worked today, but like technically I do have a traditional like nine to six job and that's fine. But like when it's like 6 p.m. and I still need to be doing things, but I've been working all day long and mentally I just can't I can't send another email. You have to take that time that you need to go to the gym to do the thing you need to do for yourself. Um, And that's kind of how I deal with that struggle. Um, And sometimes I'm hard on myself for that because I'm like, I want to finish this. I want to get this done. But honestly, it's still going to be there when you get back from the gym, when you take that recharge moment, um, whatever that might be for you. So I think that Figuring out that recharge isn't something that has been very, very helpful for me. I love that. It is so important. I think I've taken, I've tried to take the time that I've needed the last month or so. And Kai, kind of how you said, feeling your feels, being easy on yourself, being gentle, working through what you need to work through. But then... I'm at the point now where I needed to be a little harder on myself and and start to practice a little more self-discipline again, especially when it comes for me to what I'm listening to. I will allow myself to listen to sad music and be sad, but Sometimes to a point of fault for myself, I I let it go on for too long. I'll overthink for too long. I'll let it drag out when I feel I feel like I need to keep working through it, but I've done the work and I've allowed myself time to be sad and it's time to move on. So I was at that point this week. So the most helpful thing for me, I started listening to motivational podcasts again. Um David Goggins has a podcast series on Spotify and it's a mashup of a bunch of people just talking about achieving your goals. Whatever subject you want, you can basically find. I just searched David Goggins po- or David Goggins motivational speeches and it pops right up. So I've been doing that and that has helped my mood so much just listening to people, this mashup of a bunch of different people talking on a subject made me feel so much better. I listened to some sermons because I was feeling very lost and like I said before, seeking purpose. So that's helped a lot. And just really putting time into listening to quality things that are going to help me as opposed to stay in the rut that I'm in. And the second thing really relying on my friends and my family and allowing myself to be vulnerable and talk to people about how I was feeling. 
Um, I'm somebody who I love hearing about other people and I love talking to other people and I'll shy away from really opening up and talking about struggles. So I found within the last month or so, it's been so nice to talk to you guys and talk to my mom and call people when I need to talk about it as opposed to just staying in my head and staying in these loops. But yeah, that's been super helpful. Yeah, I think going back to your point, number one, it's very comforting to know that you're not alone throughout whatever your problem is. There's a lot of people in the world that are at low points in their life. And um, the truth is, like, whatever you're going through, people are also going through. So I think that's something I try to remind myself. And listening to those podcasts and motivational things helps me a lot, too, because it helps me relate to things that other people are struggling with. And I think secondly, just like making a plan and planning ahead for your future, things that you want to achieve moving forward and not just sitting on that one emotion is one thing that's helped me a little bit too. Oh, yeah, me too. I have found planning stuff for the next month has kept me really looking forward. I What's the saying? Depression is in the past anxieties in the future and peace is in the present or something like that. So I've been trying to focus Mm -hmm. on the present and also planning things for myself to look forward to that I'll be able to enjoy. Uh, One of them is going to see Matinee, which I cannot wait. (laughs) I'm so so excited. excited. It's SantaCon in New York City uh, mid-December. So me and Hannah Schmidt, who is my big and I'm Matney's big, are going to <laughs> New York. And word on the street is Kylie might be too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it is. We're hoping. Um, a thought. I just feel like I need to do something fun for myself. I think and I, I love I, New York. So especially during Christmas time. So I think it just might have to happen. I think I have to make it. And the plane tickets I looked were only $150. So like, why am I not buying I my ticket at this point it. now? So I think you have to do it. Yeah, I think I will I'm, be there, but not for sure yet. I think I'll be there. <laughs> I think it'll be so much fun. I no. totally agree. I miss you guys so much. Ah, oh, it's I'm been too so long. Excited. July has been too too far away. So, what are you guys looking forward to in your lives right now? That's keeping you positive and excited for the future. I am looking forward to the holidays because like I said, a big thing for me has been the relationships. That's what I've been struggling with in my adjustment. And I know with the holidays coming up, I know I'm going home for Thanksgiving now. I know I'm going home for Christmas. And I know both of those times I'm going to be able to see my whole entire family. Um, And so that's just going to be very, very refreshing for me. Um, So yeah, for me, the holiday season is what's getting me through. (laughs) I think just thinking big and looking at the big picture of things is getting me through a lot right now. I think something smaller, like journaling, has been a big part of what's been helping me, writing down all my feelings and being able to get all those feelings out. And I really like what Anna said, too, just relying back on your friendships and knowing the people that are there for you to be able to vent and not feel like you're annoying them and to get really good advice from other people, too, because it's easy to get in your head a lot and overthink a lot of situations. That's something that I've been known to do. But 
I feel like when you're talking to your other friends and getting great advice coming from somebody else, it makes it just a little bit better. So that's what's been helping me at this moment currently. Love that. I think future, what I'm looking forward to most, number one, the holidays. Thanksgiving is and has always been one of my favorite holidays. It ranks up there with Christmas. It might outrank Christmas for me just because of the type of food. And I love that there's no pressure around Thanksgiving. You're just getting together as a family and eating good food and you have great conversation and it's great time together. I'm really looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to decorating for Christmas and changing out the scene in the apartment. And I'm looking forward to a few new trips. So obviously the one to New York is number one. And then I've been talking with friends about potentially going to Mexico in January for somebody's birthday. And I am going to start planning that this week. And then... uh, (laughs) St. Patrick's Day in Dublin, in Ireland. Oh my gosh, Anna. (laughs) I think so. That's the plan right now. (laughs) I'm going to see my my friend Josie. Yeah, I can't wait for that. And then um, also have put myself on a wait list for an apartment for January. So I think I'm going to be moving. Oh, you're moving. Yeah. Are you going to be living by yourself? Yes, I'm looking at a one bed. Um, I'm obviously going to miss Sophia dearly. Like, we have had the best time. Um, But I'm switching up. I'm going to move closer to work. Since I'm going to work every single day, I figured I might as well be a little bit closer. I'm going to be a little closer to family. And the neighborhood that I'm moving to is so freaking cute. There's a trail right behind the apartment complex. And there's a town right there where I can go down and get food or coffee or go to yoga or something. So it's a good balance of everything. And it felt really right. I passed by it like three months ago. And I saw it. And immediately I was like, I have to live here. Like this is this is Aww. where I want to be. I can see myself here. Aww. It's perfect. So Oh, I'm so happy yeah. for you, Anna. That's Exciting. amazing. So waitless in the sense like that you don't know if they're gonna have something for you yet. Yes. So what I learned last week is apartment complexes notify their residents either 60, 45, or 30 days before. So they don't know what they have available until this one specifically is 30 days ahead of time. So I will find out more probably mid-December before I'm going to move. That's amazing, Anna. Thanks. A little fresh start. Mm -hmm. Also, to add on with me, I forgot about this trip that I'm doing too, but I love skiing. If you guys know me, I'm going to Holiday Valley in New York in January with one of our good family friends, Joe. So I think that's something I'm really looking forward to because I haven't really got to branch out with skiing that much. Like Switzerland, I would have loved to ski at, but obviously it wasn't snowing at the time. But <laughs> I've always heard good things about Holiday Valley. It's like a cute little ski town. You can go out to the bars at night. So I think that's something I'm really looking forward to as well. My my uncle and aunt always take a family – not a family, but like a friends and family ski trip there every year. I am so excited. I love it. I know. So I think you're going to have a great yeah, time. Yeah, Joe has been there so many times and he always says every year that we're going to go, but this is the year that we did it and got a big house. So I think that will be cool. 
Well, you guys, I think we're on the lookup for our our troubles right now. I feel like we are in a transition period where things are going to start looking up. So I'm excited right. for us, and I hope you guys have good weeks this week. Um, before we go, we ne- do need to do picks of the week. Do you guys we have totally picks of the week? I totally forgot about that. I know. All right. So my pick of the week has to do with my comforter. So I've had my comforter for a while and I've had it for a while because I literally love it. Like I'm, it's the best comforter ever. It's not too hot, not too cold, very, very fluffy, literally perfect. (sighs) But this comforter is white and I'm try to be so neat, but I'm just not the neatest person. And long story short, she's, she shows the wear and On Friday, I was working from home. I was just sitting in my bed. I was having my tea. Honestly, it's very ironic and funny because I posted this cute little picture, like work from home, um, cozy, like blah, 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 that kind of vibe. Um, And less than 30 minutes after that, I knocked my tea down um, and it spilled all over my comforter. So it was just kind of the end of the comforter. Like it is just so gross, so ugly. Like, done with it. But like I said, it's so comfy and I really didn't want to get rid of it because what am I going to do with this thing? I don't have room in my apartment to store it, but like it's still good. It does what it needs to do. So I ordered a duvet cover um, from Amazon. It was like $60 and it looks so good, but I will say it was one of my adult struggles. I cannot figure out how to get this thing in the cover, but Yeah, so yesterday morning I went and washed the comforter and then this morning I got the duvet cover in the mail and it kind of, I just did not like the smell of it. So then this morning I took (laughs) the duvet cover to the laundromat, washed it, a whole process. You know how it is here in New York. Nothing can just be simple. Um, And yeah, so I'm loving how it's looking Um, and I still have my favorite comforter, but you know what? It is brand new now to me. So yeah, that's my pick of the week. I didn't know duvet covers were a thing. Yeah. So basically, it's just this huge thing that my comforter goes inside. Whoa. Because my comforter was like a big fluffy – like it was a duvet, but I never put a cover on it. Um, But yeah, I think a lot of people do that that like to like switch it up. I don't really like to switch it up. I personally just like white, but yeah. Is the new one white or is it a pattern? It's white. I just wanted white. All I wanted, I like literally, I love my comforter. Like, I don't really like pattern on my bed. Like, there's something that's very refreshing about everything being white. Like, I have like yellow and gray throw pillows, but that's it. And I just love it all being matchy and bright. I love it. <laughs> I love that. Love that for you, Matt. It's so clean. Such such a fresh feeling, yeah. white is. Exactly. I love it. And then fresh sheets, you can't beat that. Yeah. Oh, it's the best feeling. I need to change mine. That reminds me. <laughs> it's been a minute. I've been on it recently because going to the laundromat, it might be an unpopular opinion, but though it's such a long haul to get there, I honestly love it because I like to do so many different loads of laundry. So if I just was doing it in one laundry machine, like it just wouldn't work the best. Um, so I do my sheets so frequently now because I'm like, I can just bring them and put them in while my other clothes are getting washed. So honestly, I wash them like every other week, which is kind of insane for me. <laughs> Not to be gross, but honestly, kind of insane. <laughs> oh my God. Keep into a schedule. Love it. 
Yeah. My pick of the week is a new book I've been reading. It's called Group. Uh, my roommate Sophia gave it to me, and it's on Reese Witherspoon's book list. So automatically knew it was probably going to be a good read. And it's basically about a girl going to this therapy group and she starts off low and then she works through all her problems and then her life is slowly getting better throughout the book. I haven't finished it, but it's very well written. It's a memoir. It really happened. And a lot of the stories she shares that are true are semi-insane. Just crazy. It's she's had a lot of different experiences throughout her life, and it's just been really interesting, and it's very well written. So, highly recommend. You said it's called Group, Anna. Yep, just Group. It's a blue book. Cool. Yep, Cute. and I don't know how new it is. I think it's I think it's fairly new. I love a good read, so I might have to try it out. It's just an interesting little dive into somebody else's mind, which I like. I like to know what other people think. Honestly. And- Maybe I'll have to try it because I feel like I read so much like, I don't know if it's considered self-help or what it's considered, but something that I'm going to learn something from. And one of my friends, Amanda, told me, she said, you'll get so much more into reading if you try to read things that are just like fun instead of so serious. So Mm -hmm. maybe I'll try that. Yeah. We'll see. I was trying to find the right balance because I do love fiction and I do love mm-hmm. similar self-help books or or more educational books. So I found that rotating off one fiction, one nonfiction has been a good balance for mm-hmm. me because I do really enjoy reading and it always takes me a little bit longer to get through nonfiction books. So it's a good little balance. Yeah. I'm trying so hard to get into reading, but... I just fall asleep, guys. It's so bad. It's literally terrible. (laughs) I'm working on it. I am going to go with my pick of the week being CBD oil. My mom, um, her one coworker actually recommended it and said that it was life-changing. So I'm like, I'll give it a try. And it really is amazing. I don't know if you guys have tried it before, but Mm -hmm. it just totally relaxes me throughout the day which is much needed a lot of the times so definitely <laughs> really a fan I love it so far so highly recommend what do you do just like rub it on your wrists or like neck so I at first tried the gummies that's what I first ordered because it's more of like a mm. low dosage of CBD which worked really well for me I just ordered a new oil but I think you just drop it like on your tongue so, oh, interesting. Yeah. So, so, how do you know it's working? What are the effects of it? Honestly, like, I could just tell my stress level decreased so much. Like, things that would normally stress me out on a daily basis, like, it just felt like it was something that I could get done easily, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I could tell, like, we we're talking about before, just like, I know with stress, like, I'm one of the people that break out a lot when I'm stressed out. So, Mm-hmm. I think like I could tell a difference in my skin at that point too, compared to like going off of it for a little bit. So I think that was something I can tell when I'm stressed out because of my breakouts, truly. So yeah, that went away gotcha. for a little bit yeah, as well. That makes sense. I only tried a CBD product one time at a massage place and they used CBD oil and they gave okay. me a CBD gummy and like Everything tingled a little bit, but that's all I felt. 
The, okay. the, massage, the oil made my back tingle. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know how. I didn't ask, but that's what happened. <laughs> I didn't ask. <laughs> um, I did like a lotion once, which I really liked. And honestly, I really liked the smell of it. And I think that that's what a big part of the relaxation part of it was because it had eucalyptus. I can't talk anymore, guys. <laughs> I had eucalyptus in it. So I think that that mixed with the CBG oil, it just oh, smelled so good. I love that. Those were good picks of the week, you guys. Oh, and then also my other pick of the week um, would have been my Amazon mirror that came in on Friday. Oh, but we it got here shattered. <laughs> <gasps> what did you shattered. do? Shattered. I have been waiting like months to order a mirror. Like we moved in in August and I still don't have a full length mirror. Like we don't have one in our apartment because I was just waiting to get just the right one. Like I was waiting for this mirror to come to me and finally I bought one um and it came and it was just completely shattered and I just like called them and they gave me a refund and I was like there's no point in us shipping this back so I'm just throwing I threw it away unfortunately wow um but I haven't ordered another mirror yet so I still don't know what my boots look like with my outfit so hopefully good gotcha. <laughs> I'm sorry that happened, Manny. That's disappointing. Oh my gosh, no big deal. It was just I was so sad. It was like there was stuff all over the apartment after because all the packing stuff. I'm like, oh. it's okay. Damn, first world problem. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Wherever you're at in your life, whatever problems you're facing at the moment, I hope this week treats you with kindness and love. And always remember, you have people around you to get you through. With that, have a wonderful week. Don't forget to subscribe and share, and we'll be back with you next Thursday. 